first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Tian Sermons from Delaware. Today, we'll be talking with Catherine about Space Jam, A New Legacy, Aperva about Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins, Ashley about Ailey, Ishtan and Kaylee about Jungle Cruise, Kyla about Ghost Riders, and Kyla and Aiden about Centaur World. And lastly, we'll, we will listen to Kyla's interview with Megan Nicole Dong about Centaur World. Right now, we are going to talk to Catherine about Space Jam, A New Legacy. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. So I myself have gotten a chance to see this wonderful film. Um, so for people who haven't gotten a chance to see it, what is Space Jam A New Legacy about? So Space Jam A New Legacy is about LeBron James and his son, and they get sucked into something. I think it's called, is it? It's called the Serververse by, so a rogue artificial intelligence sucks them into the serververse which is like warner brothers huge world of right uh so it's just has all sorts of everything that's warner brothers and so they get sucked into there and to well his son gets kidnapped and to get his son back he has to win a basketball game but you know he's lebron james so he is great at basketball, but it's not played his way. It's played his son's way. Dun, dun, dun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I've gotten a chance to uh, watch it. And just from knowing that, it's a very interesting plot and a great movie. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so what did you think about this new film? I actually really liked it. I saw that on some of the reviews people didn't like it but I personally loved it I thought that it was a really great family-friendly movie great for people who you know love basketball maybe love gaming or people who liked the original because I think it the original is good like it's good on its own but like it goes with well with the original too because it has it has like references to the original, but it's also like a great standalone film. Right. And I know how you were mentioning how some people didn't like the movie. I honestly, I feel like it's like a 50, 50 because sometimes I feel like there's certain things that the first movie had better, but this was definitely um, a really great film. Right. Yeah. So what was your favorite scene or character from this film? That's a hard one. I guess my favorite character would probably be a Granny because, I mean, she's Granny. She's amazing. <laughs> right. She definitely doesn't, well, technically she doesn't really live up to her title, all the stuff that she's able to do. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's definitely a great character. For sure. So why did you decide that you wanted to review this? Well, I thought I loved the original. I thought it was also a good opportunity to rewatch the original. 
Um, and I thought it would just be so much fun to see, like, I when there's a sequel to a movie that I've seen or that I loved, I'm like, oh, I have to see it. Uh, so right. that's one of the reasons, because I wanted to see the sequel. <laughs> um, but also just because I thought it would be fun to see what they do differently this time, because I didn't want it to be exactly the same as the original. Uh, but it wasn't. So that's great. Yeah, it is. And have you actually gotten a chance to see, like, the series of Looney Tunes? Like, I know they have a yes. bunch of individuals. Right. Yes, I have seen all that stuff. And it was really fun to see everybody that I, I kind of grew up watching that. And it was really fun to see, like, all the characters and even some characters that weren't in the original Space Jam come together and play basketball. Yeah, I think that was a great thing, too. Like, when um, I first kind of knew that the second one was coming out, I was like, well, I have to go back and watch the show. I always thought that there was one, but it turns out there's probably, like, ten different shows that they have of it. Um, but it's really enjoyable. Yeah, they do have a lot of Looney Tunes stuff. I know. So why should people go out and see this film? I think that it's a great family-friendly movie. I think that people, you know, who like basketball or like gaming, as I said earlier, will really enjoy it. I feel like it's just, it's very enjoyable. I think that people will be um, pleasantly, I, I don't, I wouldn't say surprised, but they will, I think they will enjoy it, so. <laughs> yeah, and I agree on that. It was very enjoyable. And for my last question, what star rating and age recommendation do you have for Space Jam, A New Legacy, and where and when can people find it? Okay, so it's already out, and you can see it in theaters or on HBO Max, and I give it five out of five stars. I really liked it, and I recommend it for ages 7 to 18 and adults, and, you know, people, <laughs> as I said, love basketball, love basketball, and love the original. Yeah, and... Like both of us have been saying, it was a great film. Um, I've gotten to see it. See it. Of the everybody else listening, uh, gets a chance to go and see it. Is definitely an amazing film. Yes, worth the so, watch. <laughs> definitely. Well, thank you so much, Catherine, for speaking with me today. Thank you. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we've been talking with Catherine about Space Jam: A New Legacy. And now we will be talking with the Perva about Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. Hi, how are you today? Hi, I'm great. Thank you for asking. Uh, how, about, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, I've seen like the commercials and stuff for this film, so I'm super excited to get a chance to see it. So for people who don't know, can you tell us about Snake Eyes? Um, Snake Eyes is another Marvel film that is kind of that... that it's another action movie, not specifically made for drama or comedy or anything like that. And it's out, it was out Jul July 23rd, um, and it's still in theaters, so you can watch it in theaters. Cool. Um, yeah, it's starring Henry Golding as Snake Eyes, and I really thought that in this movie that the best part of it was you know, all about the action, and I think it's a great movie for families and friends, even if you want to, you know, just sit down and get another Marvel movie in, <laughs> this would be amazing, so, yeah. Yeah, I bet, and I definitely have to go see it, I mean, like I said, I've seen stuff about it, and it seems like a really cool film. 
Yeah, it is. Um, there, all the aspects in it that had to be good, like they were spot on. Um, I would definitely recommend this for, you know, kids maybe 13 and up, but I think it's pretty enjoyable for many, many people. I'm sure. So I'm sure when you watched it, you found a lot of things really cool or interesting. I mean, even the title of it is really cool. So what would you say was your favorite thing out of all those when you were watching it? Um, definitely the action aspect of it. There are like pretty cool, there, there's a lot of scenes in this film that give you like that rush, you know, like the adrenaline rush, like, oh my gosh, is he going to make it or not? And right. the graphics were absolutely amazing. I, I must say like the, um, like, I, I, I don't know, like there's, there's a scene with like cobras in it, like gigantic snakes. Like if, wow. you ever seen, if you've ever seen Harry Potter, Chamber mm-hmm. Kids, there's like that basilisk, right? It's like that, but the graphics were like so good. Like the the snake like comes out with a bang, and like if the movie was in 3D, I probably wouldn't have been able to take it. But thank God it's yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. thinking that. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, yeah. Oh, but yeah, like what you were saying about the whole 3D part when you were mentioning the whole part about the snake, I was thinking that would actually make a pretty cool 3D uh, film or like a. Um, like a ride or something like that. Yeah, like an amusement I, park. Yeah, I think they might actually. I, I don't know if they make one though; it'd be pretty cool, like a virtual simulator or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, what did you learn from watching this? There's, I mean, it's there's no moral of the story, but there's like a portrayal of. I mean, there's bravery and perseverance. So. I, I would definitely say there's some sort of portrayal of that, but I wouldn't say there's like a moral, like you should never lie to your parents, like nothing like that. Just, <laughs> yeah. So it's really just one of those films that kind of, it doesn't have like a message behind it, but it kind of shows you things that could kind of teach you different things, like how you mentioned, you were mentioning the bravery. Yeah. Um, like, you know, that kind of stuff. It would definitely just teach you like wow he was so brave through that i mean it's it yeah yeah pretty much cool so why should families go and watch sneak up um well it depends on the family i think my my family um we got we recently got into the marvel mcu franchise and after watching endgame we were like wow oh there aren't any more <laughs> once we I, once i saw this i was like oh there are more yay yeah, so it depends on the family, but in my opinion, like this would be great for any family who loves um, action movies, adventure, that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I know my family definitely loves those things. Like I said, I've seen the commercial. It looked pretty cool, so I can't wait to get a chance to go see it. And thank you so much for speaking with me today. This was fun. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yep. Let's take a break. I'm Tian from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Charlie's Color Form Study. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. 
We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Tian from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking with Aperva about Snake Eyes, J.I. Joe Origins, and now we're going to be talking to Ashley about Ailey, an Alvin Ailey documentary. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. So this is a documentary um, and I got to do a little bit of research on it. It seems like a pretty cool documentary. So for people who don't know, can you tell us about this documentary, Ailey? Yeah, sure. So um, Ailey, as you said, is a documentary about the choreographer Alvin Ailey. He is known for making contemporary dance arrangements. Most His most famous, um, or at least well-known around the world, is Revelations. And honestly, what sets him apart from any other choreographer and any person that makes contemporary dance arrangements is that his way of choreographing was very unconventional and actually very cultural for African Americans and African culture and he was he's just like a really like a powerhouse uh, choreographer with a really great legacy yeah that sounds he definitely sounds like a pretty amazing person yeah so what were some of the things or facts that you found interesting from Ailey I found it interesting that he was, even though his dance arrangements are very well known, he isn't, if that makes sense. Like, people yeah. will see his work everywhere and they'll, like, notice, like, a pattern or that's, like, something I've never seen before. And they may know his name, but they don't, they can't match the face to the, the name or his arrangement to to his face or his name and you know it goes around like that so right. that's one thing that I really found really interesting because what you'll notice is that a lot of the fans that he's had ne- has never heard his voice before until this documentary which I also found was really incredible so it really this documentary really shed shed light on 
really who he was in all forms. Right. And it kind of gives them a voice and shows people who he really was. So what do you think other people so should go and watch this documentary? I think that this documentary is for not, um, it's for everyone, honestly, because for me, I don't personally dance. I don't, um, <laughs> I don't have a passion for dance. So I think this film does a really great job with people who are not passionate about dance and who don't, um, you know, know a lot about dance terminology can really enjoy this film and watch it and be really informed. So I think that anyone can watch this film. It's really great. Yeah, and that's a great thing about having certain films where you can just watch it without having to, if there's multiple, see the ones that came before it or have to know a lot about certain things. Yeah, definitely. Yes. So for my last question, what age recommendation and star rating do you have for this documentary and where can people find it? Yeah, so um, I give... Ailey, 4.5 out of 5 stars because I really liked it. And I recommend it to ages 10 to 18 as well as adults. And actually, you can watch it now. Um, it went into theaters July 23rd, so it's in theaters now. So you guys could go watch it. Yeah, that's great. Um, I will definitely have to check that out. It seems like a really great documentary to watch. So thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you, Tiana. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we'll be talking with Catherine about Space Jam, A New Legacy, Aperva about Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins, Ashley about Ailey, Al an Alvin Ailey documentary, Ishan and Kaylee about Jungle Cruise, Kyla about Ghost Rider, and Kyla and Aiden about Centaur World. And lastly, we will listen to Kyla's interview with Megan Nicole Dong about Centaur World. Right now, we are going to talk to Ishan and Kaylee about Jungle Cruise. How are you both today? I'm good. How are you? Great. How are you, Tiana? I'm doing great. Um, this is a movie that I know I definitely want to see. I mean, I tell my mom a lot that I want to see it. So let's start off with you, Ishan. What did you think about Jungle Cruise? It's an amazing film. Actually, it's based on the ride that you'll see in Disneyland, um, the Jungle Cruise ride. And it has some of those little details in there, too. And I mean, of course, it's a Disney production. It has amazing production quality, but it also has some great actors. Um, even when the plot can seem to maybe fall short a little bit, um, of course, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Jack Whitehall, you know, all of them really do a great job. Of course, Emily Blunt too, right? They all do right. a great job of holding up um, the sort of the temples of the uh, of the script. So, Kaylee, can you tell us what Jungle Cruise is about? It's about a girl named Lily who hears about the moon's tears. She goes out to find it because she hears they can solve any illness, and she really wants to improve. Then. Um, Ill, like their medicine and all that type of stuff and she meets on the way frank and be, and they become he becomes her skipper and he leads them through a river adventure to go find the moon's tears and on the way there are many problems and many enemies that occur wow that sounds like a really interesting plot 
Yeah, it's yeah. actually a very like chaotic while it's happening, but it's very funny. Yeah, I bet. And uh, Ishan was naming some of the people in the cast, and that sounds like a really great cast. What's really mm-hmm. special about the uh, about this film? Sorry, if I can just chime in for a second. What's special okay. about the film is it's set actually um, in two very unique locations. One is nineteen sixteen London, which I mean they've essentially built up the entire city for the film. Uh, is very cool, and they also it's also set in the Amazon rainforest, and so you have this sort of mix of mid World War One, um, you know, Britain mm-hmm. and the way that this uh, that science is at that point of time and how dependent people are on scientists for advancement and you also have of course the the sort of um, other side of the coin which is how secluded the amazon is and honestly if you made a film about the amazon in 2020 versus the amazon and or 2021 um versus the amazon in 1916 you really won't have much of a difference right it's it kind of just right. uh, stays the same yeah it's um it really shows the beauty of the jungle and also it's dangerous part of it right yeah, that sounds like a really um, interesting thing to get a chance to see. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, Ishan, what did you think about the cast, and was there anyone that you'd say is your favorite? I mean, I'm personally a massive Dwayne Johnson fan. I mean, <laughs> The Rock can do anything, um, and he's proved it. But, uh, I mean, honestly, the, the most impactful character, I mean, the entire cast is great, but the most impactful character is actually, I feel, just uh, as someone who's looking at it from a, from a historic perspective, um, Jack Whitehall plays um, McGregor, and he's actually a gay character in the film. And he's one of the very few gay characters in um, Disney's history, and that I think is pretty historic. Um, overall, though, um, as far as performances go, his is more of a supporting role. I would say that um, what's it's it's almost a comedic relief role um, that Whitehall has. But what's really great is actually I loved Jesse Plemons' role um, as Prince. Uh, he he pronounces it very interestingly. I'm just going to say it as it's written: Joachim um, or Prince Joachim. I think is how he says it. Um, and he actually has the role of this um, sort of German uh, royal or some uh, sort of um, aristocrat. And his part is really unique because it's in this really um, sort of esoteric accent and it has these German parts and is really interesting. And he's always wearing these really ornate like Napoleonic outfits and it's cool. Yeah, that sounds um, like very, very interesting. Um, like what you were mentioning about the different characters. I mean, you named a lot already. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kaylee, why should families go out and see this film? Um, Because it's so funny and it kind of brings you... It's actually like it, you just laugh the whole entire movie. All the characters have their roles and their parts. So I think you'll get a great laugh when you go to the theaters. Yeah, well, like I mentioned at the beginning, that's a movie that is my number one to go and see in the theaters. So I will have to check that out. You will enjoy it. Yeah, you'll absolutely love it. I mean, I, I was just, um, you know, sitting on my couch and checking it out. And it's it's really a great film. Um, another one that does not disappoint from Disney. Yeah, Disney never does. And from what you guys said, I am sure I'm going to love it. Definitely. 
So this question is for both of you, but let's start out with Ishan. What age recommendation and star rating would you give this film? So I'd give Jungle Cruise four and a half stars out of five, and I'd recommend it for ages eight to 18 plus adults. Honestly, those who are under eight as well can probably watch it just as far as content goes. Probably easier for an eight-year-old or above uh, to watch it. But yeah, it's it's a great film, great family watch. Cool. And what about you, Kaylee? And to add on, um, where can we find it? You can find it in theaters and also on Disney+. Plus. And age recommendation in Star Rating? I would say 9 to um, 18 years old. But it's really about what you can take and if you have any fears. Because otherwise, I would say about 7 to. And I would That's give true. it 5 to 5 Star Rating. All right. Well, I would definitely make sure I get a chance to see it. And thank you both for speaking with me today. Thanks for having You're me, welcome. Tiana. It was great. <laughs> Thanks. Let's take a break. I'm Tian from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Charlie's Color Farm City. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Tiana from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking to Ishan and Kaylee about Jungle Cruise, and now we are going to talk to Kyla about Ghost Rider. How are you today? Great. How are you? I'm doing good. So can you tell us about Ghost Rider? So Ghost Rider is a kind of literature-based show where it kind of follows four kids on a fantastical mission to solve a mystery. So there's this 
um, ghost that has some unfinished business and it keeps dropping suspicious clues wherever they go and they have to complete the unfinished business. And it's really mysterious because at the beginning, it's not really clear like um, what the mystery is or who the ghost is. And then it's sort of the mission as they go forward and try to solve the mystery and throughout these characters from different books are coming into the real world so for example um they have tea with the mad hatter they battle the frankenstein monster and solve a mystery with sherlock holmes or a couple of them wow that sounds like a really interesting plot it is it is um one of the most well-developed plots i've ever i've ever seen yeah so what are your thoughts on Ghost Rider? Um, like I said, it, it has a very well-developed plot. Um, it's very creative. It's like a kind of new prospect. It's like fictional characters coming to life and interacting with these young teasing kids. It's absolutely amazing. Um, and it's just, yeah, it, it's one of my favorite shows because um, it also has a, like I said, a great story. It has great acting. Um, the script is is well made. The characters are well developed. It's just all so good. Yeah, I bet. It definitely sounds like a really great series. So what genre do you think this would fall under? Like, what kind of group of people would you recommend this to? So definitely people who read a lot of literature. So like, again, if you read Alice in Wonderland or like Frankenstein, some of the really popular ones like um, Sherlock Holmes, there's a lot of genres of books that they come out of. Like there's the Jungle Book, I believe. So pretty much if if you've read or watched, if those have movies, any of those, I definitely recommend the show to you because you kind of have an idea of what's going on, like why the characters are behaving that way. And it's really interesting because, like, the characters come and interact with these normal kids. And so if you know what these characters are and who, like, who they are and their their motives and stuff, it's a lot more interesting. Like, I watched it again after I read the books, some of these books, this literature, and it was a lot, like, it was super cool. Yeah, but, and I'm someone, uh, you mentioned, like, of people who have read some of the books. I haven't read the book of it, but I love the Alice in Wonderland movie series. So yeah. I'm, sh- oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, I've, I've read them, I've read it and watched the movie and it was definitely really cool. Yeah, actually now that I think about it, I have read the book, but yeah. So I think this is gonna be a movie for me or a series for me. Yeah, I definitely recommend it to everyone. <laughs> So you kind of already mentioned to you were recommended to. So what star rating would you give Ghost Rider and where and when can you find it? Um, I give it five out of five stars. Again, it was really awesome. Um, and more specifically, I know I said it, I recommend it for everyone. But ages eight to 16 is probably the best age range. But I think anyone can watch mm-hmm. it. And um, you can watch it streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. All right. Well, I actually happen to have that. So I will definitely check that out. And I hope that everybody else goes and checks it out, too. Thank you so much, Kyla. Yeah, thanks. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we will be talking with Izzy and Catherine about Space Jam, Aperva about Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins, Ashley about Ailey, 
an Alvin Ailey documentary, Ishan and Kaylee about Jungle Cruise, Kyla about Ghost Rider, Kyla and Aiden about Centaur World, and lastly, we will listen to Kyla's interview with Megan Nicole Dong about Centaur World. Now we will be talking to Kyla and Aiden about Centaur World. How are you both today? Great. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Let's start off with you, Kyla. Can you tell us about Centaur World? Yeah, so um, it's an animated series geared to probably like the the um, junior teen to maybe older kid range. And the story is basically she touches a magical artifact that transports her to this new world called Centaur World. And there's a lot of magic and singing. And um, Horse, the main character, has to find her way into this new world um, while like she has to understand the traditions of these new people, these new centaurs, and she has a mission to get back home to Ryder. Oh, that sounds like a really adventurous plot. Definitely is. There's a lot of crazy elements. (laughs) (laughs) But so Aiden, what did you find the most enjoyable about watching this? The thing I found most enjoyable was the interactions of the characters but also just the comedy. The comedy is really funny. And I especially love the characters, how like they do kind of have like human qualities and human faces, but they're like animals, you know, they're weird animals. So I just like the interactions between the characters. Yeah, that sounds really cool. The story is also great. Yeah, and from... Kyla's description of it um, seems like something I would want to see. Sounds, like I said, pretty adventurous. I love adventure movies, so yeah. Definitely. (laughs) So Kyla, you got to talk to Megan Nicole Dong about Centaur World. What were some of the highlights for you from that interview? Yeah, so she was super nice. She kind of shared where she got her inspirations, you know, from maybe her family, her friends. She got some of the comedy, some of the traditions, some of the ideas from traditions and um, maybe things that her family and her friends or she does. Um, And so that was really interesting because she kind of shared like real life experiences and how that played into creating this series. So that was really cool. Yeah, and that definitely sounds like a very fun interview. And we will actually be hearing that next, so people will get to hear a little bit more of it. Yeah. (laughs) So, Aiden, what did you learn from watching Centaur World? What did I learn from Centaur World? I guess I learned that it's okay to be adventurous. Yeah, I learned it's okay to be adventurous and just not do like the same thing every day. So, yeah. So like not being afraid to try new things. Exactly. Actually, uh, in a sense, getting out of the box um, and getting out there doing stuff. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, That's a great message. So, Kyla, why should people go and watch Centaur World? Oh my goodness, that it would take days to explain like all the reasons. 
<laughs> but it's just some of the main elements. I mean, it has an incredible storyline. The concept is new. Um, the voice acting is magnificent. Uh, characters are amazingly developed. And the music, uh, the music is probably my favorite part because um, it's kind of most of these kind of comedy animated shows don't have music. And this music isn't just like, like it kind of, anyone can listen to it. I, I love the soundtrack. Um, the songs always draw my attention and the, the melodies and the lyrics always create like an environment that has the emotion and it right. matches the storyline. So, yeah. Yeah. And I know most times you kind of get um, like the soundtracks of songs that are, um, you know, popular and stuff that you always know. I mean, except for like musicals, but um, I love music myself. So it definitely yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah. It's definitely appealing for anyone who loves music or any of those things I just listed. Right. So what age is star recommendation? Would you both give Centaur world? And let's start with you, Aiden. Uh, the age recommendation I would give Centaur World, yeah, I would say at least a seven to eighteen plus adults, of course. Like they can enjoy it with their uh, kids, and yeah, I okay. recommend it four out of five stars. All right, and what about you, Kyla? I like Aiden. I think you should be probably at least seven to watch it, and then I have it going until thirteen. But I really think it's fit for anyone above above seven because like. Anyone can enjoy the music and comedy of this, but I think it's definitely geared to like people in that mid range, seven to 13. And then I'll give it four out of five stars and you can watch it on Netflix starting July 30th, 2021. All right. Well, I will have to check this out and thank you both for speaking with me today. Of course. It was so fun. No problem. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Let's take a break. I'm Tiam from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Charlie's Colorform City. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Tiana from Delaware, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking to Kyla and Aiden about Centaur World, and next up we will listen to Kyla's interview with Megan Nicole Dong about Centaur World. Hi, I'm Kyla from Kids First, and today I have the honor to speak with Megan Nicole Dong about creating and producing the new animated show, Centaur World, which releases on Netflix July 30th, 2021. You may know Megan from her work on How to Train Your Dragon 2, Captain Underpants, the first epic movie, and Pinky Malinky, where she worked in the art department. She also worked on Black Dynamite and Metalocalypse as an animator. Welcome, Megan. All right, we are recording. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so, you have worked as an animator for some time. How did your background and experience in animation help guide you when creating Centaur World? Um, so you asked about my experience in animation and how that helped make the show, right? Um, yeah, I worked in animation for over 10 years and I've worked in, um, I've worked on, on feature films for DreamWorks and I've also worked um, on, on series at other places. And I think being, um, having the experience, learning how to tell bigger stories um, while working on movies and also learning about how comedy works and, and um, um, how episodes of TV shows works was really informative for this. So I learned a lot from, from both those experiences and, um, and just being around a lot of people with, with more experience than I have. Um, that's been where I've learned the most, just from my coworkers and from from people around me. Yeah, I can definitely see how that would have helped. Like if I was in your situation, helped me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in what ways do you think the show stands out from the other animated series for kids that are available now? Um, I feel like our show has a lot of different things going on. We have music. You know, it's part musical. It's got action. It's got adventure. It's got um, comedy, um, and I, so I think it's the combination of all these different things that you might find as individual different shows, and the fact that we've combined it all together makes it kind of its own unique experience. Yeah, I noticed all of those things, and the music was definitely one of my favorite aspects. It was okay. so fun and added so much to the show. Um, so what was your biggest inspiration in creating this imaginary world of centaurs? Um, I, there, there were so many different things that inspired me and inspired all of us making it. Um, for me, like uh, Muppets were a big one, like puppets and Muppets, like all of that was a big part of it. Um, I love, you know, some video games even, like the Legend of Zelda series, like Breath of the Wild was, it was a big one. Um, and then uh, 
you know, different kinds of, um, even different kinds of action shows. But um, the biggest inspiration was kind of my real life. Um, Cause I, I, you know, like I had this whole experience of being in school and thinking that I had to focus on just certain parts of my studies. And then um, I wound up in a show choir by accident. And so, and then suddenly I had to, you know, do more singing and dancing. And I was really shy. And so, um, but that whole thing helped me come out of my shell. It helped me really um, get more comfortable with performing and fall in love with music. And it also convinced me um, that I can really, you know, that I really should pursue the arts, like that was just how important that was for me. And um, so I wanted to tell the story of um, Horace, who was, you know, like really focused on battle and on, on war and all that, winding up in this place, like like me and show choir, just winding up with a bunch of people around her singing and dancing and and being freaked out at first, but then realizing that, you know, like she could learn from from these characters around her and it could change her. That's very interesting. So do you have a character that you identify with in this show? And did that help you understand what actions for them to take in certain situations? Yeah, I mean, um, I definitely identified with Horse because um, because it was mirroring my journey. But um, I think all of our characters have different qualities that I do identify with. Um, a lot of what they're going through or why they have um, the personalities that they do and the flaws they have is because they've all been through some tough things. And um, uh, so I think like uh, the character that I play is Glendale. And um, I think that character for sure has a lot of anxiety, which I personally relate to. Um, but it's also part of the thing that makes her, you know, funny and silly. So, um, so yeah, like there are little things from each of these characters that I, that I personally relate to. Well, all those pieces came together to create a magnificent show and character. So well done. <laughs> you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we will be talking with Izzy and Catherine about Space Jam, A New Legacy, Aperva about Snake Eyes, Ashley about Ailey, an Alvin Ailey documentary, Ishan and Kaylee about Jungle Cruise, Kyla about Ghost Rider, and Kyla and Aiden about Centaur World. And lastly, we will listen to Kyla's interview with Megan Nicole Dong about Centaur World. Right now, we are going to continue listening to Kyla's interview with Megan Nicole Dong about Centaur World. So what message do you hope viewers will get from the series? Yeah, like I, I hope there's a couple of things that people take away from, from it. Um, I think the main message is, is just really, um, is Horace discovering that, you know, like if, Horse first thinking that um, vulnerability is weakness, like like showing um, showing any vulnerability is a bad thing, but coming around to realizing that it's actually a really good thing and that vulnerability is strength. Um, so that's one. Just just um, for for I hope that people take away that um, that it's okay to to really be open about who you are and to to kind of learn from others. And then um, the other thing I hope is uh, I hope uh, people take away from it is just um, this whole idea of like really finding your family and finding, finding your tribe, finding people, um, letting people into your life who might be different from you and, and really learning from them and, and sharing, um, sharing and growing with them. And um, lastly, I think we had a lot of, I think all of us working together on this show, you know, like just had, we, we um, it was like a really joyful, fun experience for us. And, and I hope that comes through and that people just, experience a lot of joy while watching this and listening to the songs and and I, I, so I hope that just comes through that we had a lot of fun. Yeah the show definitely covers a wide variety of messages and it does a great job of like spelling them out clearly. 
Thank you. Um, so in some animated shows, the message is clearly spelled out for viewers in the first episode. So did you, like you said, you, you tried to make the message clear, but did you have any specific ways in which you did that with this show? Um, to sh um, I mean, like, because our show is, um, is serialized because it's like a longer, a longer overarching thing. And that's one thing I think with a lot of, um, a lot of shows and places like, like streaming shows and places like Netflix is you kind of get to um, do it a little bit differently because, you know, these are things that could be binged or people or, you know, viewers get to watch it at their own pace. So I think we really tried to, um, um, to really sprinkle it throughout the whole, the whole series. Yeah, definitely. And this show has great humor as well. So did you incorporate any of the silly things you do or your family and friends do in real life into what these characters do? Absolutely. I think, um, I think, a lot of the um, the comedy just came, like came from ideas that um, you know from me and my friends in the writers' room were just joking around. Like, just I think we just tried to make each other laugh all the time, and th that was the stuff that really ended up in the show. Um, and I think that's one of the most fun things about working in animation is that it's so collaborative. Um, a lot of it is, um, you know, like it's it's so much of it just involves like telling jokes with with other people around you and. Um, and actually ending, you know, drawing them and putting them in into the into the final product. Yeah, the humor came out wonderful and I was laughing my head off. Oh good. Time. <laughs> so glad. So, so um, what aspect are you most proud of in the final version of Central World? Um, I'm proud of all of it. Um, I'm I'm proud of just how ambitious it was and just how much there was yeah, I'm 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 proud of you know the music. Um, I'm proud of the um, the way that it looked, the fact that we had two kind of two different styles of animation, and that they all it all kind of came together. Um, so I think I think um, it was just a huge balancing act, and I'm I'm just um, I'm proud of the whole thing as like a big piece of of work. It's definitely a lot to be proud of. Thank you. Thank you so much, Miss Dong, for talking with us today. Centaur World comes out on Netflix beginning July 30th, 2021. I'm Kyla for Kids First. Thank you so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press for Kids, kidsworld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by Charlie's Color Form City. I'm Tian from Delaware reporting for Kids First. Bye! Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode, and tune in again next week.